0: Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 533, and today I've got a long overdue update from someone that was on the show back on episode 50, and his name is Keith Snow. Really awesome guy. And he's done so much since that episode. That episode was back in 2015. And the title of that episode was, How Can I Take My Retail Business to Amazon FBA? And it was a hot seat session where I actually went through and talked to him about how to make that happen. Well, that has happened and so much more, and I can't wait for you guys to hear this uh, this conversation that we had, which actually turned into another coaching call, hot seat session, whatever you want to call it, because as we were going through this, as he was giving me these updates, we started to dig into a few of these uncovered opportunities that he was like, wow, like I don't know why I didn't. See that, or why I didn't realize that. And here's the other thing I want you to pay attention to. Uh, You know, Keith is a chef, okay, by trade, and he admitted it. Like, marketing isn't like his expertise, it's something he's learning, it's something that he's working towards, but it's something that doesn't come natural to him and something that Quite honestly, he would rather, you know, dream up new recipes and stuff like that. So, you know, it's something you have to work at sometimes, but you don't see those things if you're not like thinking about marketing all the time like I am and uh, like Chris is my, uh, you know, my right hand man. Like so like when we're looking at this, we're, we're starting to see different Angles or different ways that we can uh, that we can bring new new customers in, or just even new opportunities to scale what they currently have. Now he started, and I'm going to let him explain everything. But he started with a a sauce that he was going to be shipping into Amazon, and he's done that. But then he started to play around with spices and things that he didn't really have to worry so much about breaking, and they were smaller, and you could do packages, and it was more of a subscription-based thing, so there's a lot of cool things that we're going to talk about, and the other thing is, is we talk about digital products. He actually created a digital product, and it's it's really amazing at the market that he did, and like, you wouldn't believe that there's really a market that would buy this, but there is, and he's discovered it, and he's served it, and now they're gobbling it up, hence uh him being a chef. Uh, But yeah, so anyway, I could go on and on because there's so much that we uncover here and we unpack, and uh, I think you guys are gonna get a ton of value from this. And I always want you just thinking to yourself, how can one of these things or two of these things apply to my business right now and move me forward? What can I plug in that I might not be seeing or what should I be focusing on now that I've kind of seen what uh, what Keith has done and, and what Scott and Keith have uncovered here? So I really want you to pay close attention to that, all right? So I will link everything up in the show notes, which by the way, the show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 533. Episode 50, his original one, I'll also include that on the show notes page so you can go back and listen to that and, uh, and, and listen to where he was and where he is now, and a lot has happened. A lot has happened. Now, before we do jump in, I do want to remind you, if you guys are brand spanking new and you're like, Scott, I just want to know where to start, I haven't even started my brand, I'm not sure what market to pick, then I would love to invite you to check out Product Discovery Bootcamp. All right, that is our training that walks you through how to identify your market, or take your existing brand and then expand it into other sub-markets, and and really finding other product opportunities in your brand. But if you're if your brand's spanking new. Uh, You're definitely going to want to check that out because it will allow you to get focused on a market and then how to serve that market, and we we really focus on three to five products out of the gate that we could potentially launch to this market. So definitely check that out, theamazingseller.com forward slash bootcamp, theamazingseller.com forward slash bootcamp. All right, guys, so I'm going to stop talking now so you guys can sit back, relax, and listen to this amazing, full of ah ahas and uh, these opportunities that we uncover here with uh, my good friend, Keith Snow, so enjoy. Well, hey, Keith, welcome back to the podcast, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. It's good to see you again. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. I can't believe it's been as long as it has. I looked back, and I'm thinking it was going to say like you know episode 200 or something. It was episode 50.
1: And was it? Oh wow, I didn't realize it was that far back. Yeah,
0: it was. It was a ways back, 2015. Um, and, uh, you have done some pretty awesome things. You were doing cool things back then. And really, I'm going to pull that up right now because the actual title that I titled the show was how can I take my retail business to Amazon FBA? And it was a hot seat session that we did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and we went through and we talked about because you've been selling in retail and you've been doing, you know, your, uh, you know, your cooking stuff and and all that stuff. And I think it was more of the organic side of things, right? Sure. Yeah. At the time when we did the interview, um, I have, I still have
1: it. It's a line of um, pasta sauces in there, you know, like artisan kind Mm -hmm. of handcrafted pasta sauces. And I've had brands like this in the past that have always, always been sold through traditional retail with Mm -hmm. a a food broker and distributors, specialty food distributors, sometimes direct to store, um, relationships, but never on never on Amazon. And mm. I remember, I guess it was like 1994 I had another brand. And this is when obviously the internet was super new. And I had a website and it had all those ridiculous little GIF images and everything. I remember that. Yeah, people would call on the phone to make orders. Um, but yeah, getting into retail is it's a difficult process. It's expensive. It takes forever. So uh, obviously, I'm pretty excited about Amazon.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So in that interview that we were kind of going through some stuff, you were in the process of doing that. Um, So kind of like take me from like that episode to kind of what's happened over these past few years now. Um, But like, kind of like, where were you wanting to go? I know it was like getting stuff on Amazon, but I also, you know, you kind of said to me that you also want to get into some digital products and stuff and you've created something I really want to dig into that because a lot of people don't realize that they have a brand and they can technically educate through training or even guides or whatever. In your case, you're in the food industry. Um, so like, talk about that. Like, where were you, where did you end up and kind of what's happened in, in the meantime?
1: Sure. Yeah. That's a, that'll be a good, a good couple of minutes. But when I first came, um, came across you, I was uh, selling my line of pasta sauces and and I create them. I formulate them. I get them ready for manufacturing. I arrange um, to have a manufacturer make them, which is a whole, boy, that could be a show in itself. It's very difficult to do. Mm. Um, and then I was selling through some smaller stores and then some uh, local grocery stores. You you would know the name Ingalls near you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I was doing what's called DSD, direct store delivery uh, of this small specialty line into Ingalls. And uh, of course, it it's a pain in the neck because they keep calling you back saying that, you know, restock, restock, and you're going to 15 or 20 stores delivering the stuff. And I thought, man, there's gotta be a better way because I had quite a history in uh, the specialty food business. So I don't know what gave me the idea to think of Amazon. I mean, we started ordering things on Amazon, um, probably heavily, I would say in, in like 2013, 14. So then, um, I saw something, maybe I saw, oh, that's what I saw, the amazing, uh, or Amazon, some big class, you know, the one okay. I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then right. I found your show, and uh, early, as we just discussed, you know, probably that's episode crazy. 20 or so, yeah. and I started listening and thinking, man, there could be something to this, but when you first try to navigate Amazon as a beginner, um, it can be pretty daunting. There's, I mean, just using, you know, uh, FBA, it's a whole it's a whole education. So your show was you know, hugely important, and it was just a great resource. So I was listening, 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 and uh, slowly I transitioned onto Amazon with my pasta sauce products. And at first, I just had them uh, as individuals, so one unit at a time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I was making money on each sale. But then, listening to you and and doing some more reading, I said, "Wait a minute, this bundle thing. This has got to be." this has got to be better. Mm. So I started bundling them and I got my average sale up to about $30 um, nice. sale. And I mean, the additional shipping and FBA fees were nothing. So I thought, wow, this is the way to do it. And I, and I was um, selling and um, I used some of the tools like sales backer that you recommend. Mm. I don't know if you recommend it anymore, but I've used that very successfully. And um, I think when we spoke, I was just getting on to Amazon and, you know, I probably have a 60 or 70 reviews, really good reviews. Okay. So that brand started to do really well. Um, But of course, you know, physical products take a lot of, um, a lot of handholding. And in my case, a lot of people that listen to this probably are getting stuff made in China and Mm -hmm. uh, private labeling products where they're not really doing any of the manufacturing. Maybe they change labels and format of products. But for me, I'm handling everything from the sourcing of the raw materials and when you're dealing with food that people consume, there's a lot of FDA rules and USDA rules. So it's a very complicated process. And I was having the stuff manufactured in North Carolina, and it was going very well. But the level of babysitting uh, for me it just never got to a point where I was super comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a line of um, spices, and those are marketed under you know my blog is called harvesteating.com so those those are the harvest eating spices and those do really well on amazon so part of what i was doing when we were talking is i transitioned the pasta sauce line onto amazon started getting reviews and then when i'm you know looking at the numbers and also the complexity of manufacturing a uh, hot fill product with all the regulations compared to blending spices at uh, was my core product. I realized that the spices were much more profitable for me, and I just had a a following. And people, once they try them, I mean, it's kind of amazing. They just, you know, I look at my customers' lifetime history. It's amazing. They they all place four, five, six orders every year, and they're they're good size orders, and they're they're like um, clockwork. So the spices, the harvest eating spices that I have on Amazon, are, those are a bread and butter item for me. Mm-hmm. And there's great turnaround and all that. But still, um, you know, there's management and I continue to do it. But I started thinking, you know, I got to start doing some, some digital products. I mm-hmm. got to figure out some way to make uh, recurring revenue that doesn't require, um, you know, trading time for money and, right. and all that. And, you know, in my background, um, back in 2008, I was filming television shows I and that. I was yeah. I was a farm to table guy. And I was part of the slow food movement and all that. Wow. Okay. And um, that's when the kind of financial collapse happened. And, and that frightened me quite a bit because um, we had all of our funding frozen and I had a big staff of people. And uh, it was a you know, panic situation for a while and it, it wound up working itself out. But that kind of scared me into thinking, you know, I was traveling at that point. My cookbook, it's called The Harvest Eating Cookbook. You can find that on Amazon, too. That came out in uh, what was that like the fall of '09. Okay. So I was uh, I had a an agent and a publicist in New York City, and uh, she's a amazing publicist. Works for the Big Food Network stars Rachel Ray and Guy Fieri. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she was my publicist, and she was crazy effective. Mm-hmm. So I was going all over the place. You know, cruise ships in Alaska, giving demonstrations. Wow. Um, traveling to Europe, uh, Disney's Epcot food and wine festival a couple of years in a row, promoting my book and talking and all that. So I was out traveling all the time and my wife and kids were back on our farm in North Carolina. And I'm thinking, what happens if, you know, if this financial collapse or something happens or I just didn't feel very comfortable. So I started to go on the internet looking at, you know, building a pantry or whatever, because we had some animals and a garden and all that, mm-hmm. but we didn't really store any food. And a lot of people store food. So I went on the internet, and that's when I really got scared. I thought, "Wow, uh, you know, I found the the term prepper." So oh, yeah. I'm thinking, "Oh, okay, here we go." You know, people with digging bunkers and all that. Oh yeah. And I knew <laughs> I wasn't that kind of guy, but it it's made a big sense market. To, yeah, it's a huge market. It made wow. sense to store food, though. So I, I looked into that, and and um, through all that, I wound up being. Uh, involved with even to this day, uh, a show called the Survival Podcast, and they, oh. they have about 150 thousand downloads a day. Wow, it's a huge show. Wow, and um, I mean thousands of episodes, just a really big show. And I'm their uh, I'm their uh, expert panel chef, so I handle a nice. lot of questions from listeners. And I've been doing that for years and years. So through all that, I started getting, and this is going to eventually lead to my digital product, but I started getting questions from the um, listening audience frequently you know how do I cook with I've got 50 pounds of rice that I you know a lot of people around 2008 9 10 they just went out and bought hundreds of pounds of rice and beans and they put it in bags and threw it in the garage or in the basement and then they started realizing okay a couple years has gone by no more financial collapse I better start using some of this stuff yeah but the questions were coming in and I get a lot of emails how do I cook with this stuff how do I cook with this stuff and then I realized you know what i 've been a chef for decades, and i've got a lot of recipe formulation experience, you know oh, cookbooks, that. all this stuff, hundreds of videos if i don't if i'm a little nervous about cooking with this sort of stored food, what's the average person going to do right I thought you know what i've got I've got to help out because i I love my listeners and i've got a podcast too that mm-hmm. i've been doing um, oh, nice a lot longer than yours, but you're killing me man with <laughs> with downloads. <laughs> Um, But anyway, so I I decided to build a course to teach people to cook with um, stored food. And that was, um, I mean, I contemplated it for a year, but before I, you know, started to put it together, I said, I need to actually cook with the foods. I need to do this myself. So I think it was April of 2016. I told my wife, I'm not going to the store every day because that's what I do. I go to the store almost every day. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of fancy sort of chef created meals and all that. I said, we're going to cook using rice, beans, oats, wheat, corn, all this kind of stuff from our pantry. And uh, I want to see how everybody likes it. So that's nice. what I did. And my grocery bill dropped like a rock. I mean, it dropped 60, really? 70%. Wow. And I started creating all these great recipes with you know Caribbean rice and beans and um, you know, Thai fried rice, all these kind of dishes using oat scones with maple glaze, using these cheap, inexpensive <laughs> nice. foods. And then um, later that year, I said, that's it. I'm ready to build this course. So I took my sort of um, video skills and um, started making videos. And these videos don't have me in them, just my arms. Okay. This shows the food and I do a voiceover. That way it's not about a personality because being in the, you know, having a a cooking show and, you know, I mentioned the publicists in New York, I would go to a lot of events where there are all these high powered chefs and they all have a high powered ego. Okay. And uh, I didn't want to um, be like that, so the videos are very concise. Just the food. Okay. So fast forward to January 2017, I had built a course, and I'm still working on it. You know, weekly we had we have probably over 55 videos, and it's a oh, big wow. course. Um, it runs on a teachable platform.
0: Oh, that's a good platform.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's called FoodStorageFeast.com. Okay. That's how you get to it, and uh, I launched that doing some interviews on some podcasts and that has done very well for me and it continues to do well. Um, I've made, since then I've made partnerships with some of the biggest food storage companies out there that sell wow. uh, freeze dried foods and dehydrated mm-hmm. foods. And I just keep adding content to it. Um, we've got a lot of students in there and it's been, you know, it's been a great experience and it's certainly have your I've got my feet in, you know, two pools. One is the physical products yeah. business on Amazon and then this digital side of things. So it's been an
0: interesting ride. Cool. Um, yeah, there's a lot I want to dig into as you are talking. There's a lot of different um, things that I have questions on. Um, while I do that though, you might be hearing some mowing going on. I don't know if you can hear that now, I but, can't you hear know, it. but you may. Um, cause I think, my I want to guy, smell it though. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> smells. <laughs> my life. lawn guys were supposed to come <laughs> yesterday, but we had rain. So they're coming today, I think. But anyway, um, we will move on. Um, okay. So first off, Spices. Um, I think that's awesome that you wound up in the spices um, world, because I think that it really does make a lot of sense for you, especially being someone that can, uh, you know, obviously share how to cook with them. Right. Um, So you're able to get that traffic and kind of like, you know, get the awareness of like, know, even just looking over the shoulder, but yet you're cooking with all of these different spices and then you put it together. And of course we want the spices, right? So we're going to buy the spices. My question is, did you turn that into a subscription for the spices? So can people subscribe and save on Amazon or do you have your own stuff going on on the side with that? Like free plus shipping off any of that stuff? Um, Great question.
1: Now never um, since I've been selling them, did that option ever show up in my account? Okay. which was odd. Now I, I'm looking and it says you have to be on there for three months. And I've been on, obviously, since t- 2015. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that option in my seller account. Maybe I'm not finding it, but I want to do that. That's something that's mm-hmm. literally on my notebook to, to look into today. I got to call seller um, support. Yeah. Um,
0: but, so that's one thing. And what was, it, what was it? The other one is, is like, okay, so that's on Amazon. Have you done anything outside yeah. of Amazon with yeah, sure. with uh, with leading people in with like, even like, you know, receive this, you know, spice for free, just cover shipping. And then you can sell them a three pack on the back end of that. Have you done any of that?
1: Yeah, I've done some of that through. I've actually done some things um, in packages that we've sold, put in okay. some some lead generation through Amazon, and then I also have the harvesteating.com website that's got a a shopping feature. And
0: okay, um,
1: a lot of times, you know, what I'm actually doing now is I sell them and and we fulfill them okay. uh, right off of the website. But it it is just a it's a much better deal to, to do fulfilled by Amazon. So I'm mm. slowly moving over to having, you know, I'll have the spices on my site and, you know, and I do a lot of podcasts and things that direct people to the site, mm-hmm. but they're going to be making the purchase ultimately on Amazon or if they yeah. make it through my store, I fulfill with Amazon. Just well, like-
0: and I was going to say, even if they purchase through your store, I mean, we're actually experimenting right now as we speak with something very similar to this, not product, but kind of the same idea where we can lead in with something that is a free offer. Um, All they have to do is cover shipping. So let's say it's, uh, I think we're charging like $5.99 to cover shipping. Um, And then from there, we're basically creating an order that's being fulfilled through Amazon. So we don't pay the referral fee. We only pay the pick and pack fee, right? So by doing that, we also acquire the email of the customer because it's generated through ClickFunnels. We're, We're doing it through ClickFunnels. So we're grabbing that data. We're also getting a Facebook pixel on that page, that landing page. So whether they buy or not, we still have a custom audience being built. And our goal is to really turn that ad spend into a break-even and acquire that customer for free. But on the back end of that is where we'll have some upsell. So our first upsell might be $29.99. It's a bundle. And then if they say no to that, we can downsell and pull something out of the bundle and then give them an option of just maybe, maybe it's $13.99, right? Um, Or if they say yes, we can say, oh, cool. You like this bundle. How about you add this on? And it would complement the bundle. Um, So that's kind of like what we're doing right now. And it's working really well um, in the beginning stages. Obviously, you have to kind of keep testing that. Um, Are you doing anything like that? No, but I I love you for mentioning it. No, okay. I
1: want to pick your brain on that one for sure. Yeah,
0: no, no. That's I see a huge opportunity there for you because yours is a replenishable. Like yours is something that even on the back end of that, you could say, you know, instantly they could get like a three pack or a four pack or a six pack, whatever it is, and then you have those down sells in place. But you can also ask them if they want to subscribe and get a discount for subscribing, and you can build that into the funnel as well. So, um, so now every single month or every quarter. They get a new batch coming in. Um, and I know uh, Beachbody does that with their shake formulas and stuff like that. It's like every month or every other month you can bill it. Dog food, Chewy.com. Like I, my, my wife signed up for that. We get a bag of dog food every 45 days. It's scheduled, it shows up. We don't have to think about it. It's the same thing. If they really love your spices, then they're going to want to have those spices so they don't run out.
1: No, you're saying this is all done off of Amazon then?
0: Yeah. That that whole channel is like Facebook ad, uh, driving traffic to a landing page, which will be on your own platform or on ClickFunnels, which would be then also on your platform or Shopify, whatever you're using. And then from there, you would then lead them through to the upsell. But the cool thing about it is, is number one, you're immediately giving them the product for free. All they're doing is covering shipping. So you might be just breaking even, or you might even be losing a dollar or two there after ad spend. It's okay. As long as on the back end of that, we can convert at least some of them to then cover the cost to acquire that. And now we have an email address of a credit card customer.
1: Yeah. See, that's really smart. And, that's and those, huge. Are, those are things that, you know, I always tell people I'm, uh, I'm an onion cutter, you know, I'm, I'm a chef and this whole marketing thing is, is yeah. just something I've, I've learned, uh, as I went, there's always, and this is what's great, you know, people that are listening to the show, um, you tune into Scott and other people that are doing things like this. Um, it's those little things. It's one little thing like what you just said. I'm definitely, when we get off the phone, I'm going to mm-hmm. be investigating that. And I've looked into it a little bit and I've thought about it, but just haven't gotten around to doing it. Mm-hmm. And those things can make a huge difference. Oh gosh. So it's, uh, that's, that's great.
0: And for you to have a recurring, like you want recurring, like, you know, I know, you know that, right. It's like you want automated payments coming in, obviously that people want, and then they're going to receive the, uh, you know, the products, but then you're going to have a baseline of income that's coming into your business. Everything else you do is on top of that. Um, so yeah, I would definitely look into that. And again, I mean, even off air, if you have any questions on that, I can point you in the right direction. Um, cause it, I think it's for you, it's a no brainer, like having a yeah. replenishable product, no brainer. Um, and you are, you probably already have videos or you could create a short little video that you could post on Instagram, on Facebook, and it could go, one of those videos would get shared and then start going viral. And then, game over
1: yeah you know what I've never done is you know I've got my brand harvest eating I've had that since 2005 mm-hmm. and the spices um they're kind of just on the site they're in the shopping area but the, most of the visitors that go there if they're not looking for shopping they may not find it mm-hmm. and I definitely think that the spices are good enough to have their own you know their own brand their own marketing that's separate from my whole blogging sure. yeah and podcasting. because like you said um the great thing about these spices, and, and these are different. I mean, the people that are listening, you know, oh, spices, anybody can get, spice. these are organic, they're 100% organic mm-hmm. spices. And what's different about these is they're uh, purchased through contract. So my supplier makes a contract with the growers. Okay. So they shake hands before the crop is planted and they inspect the crop um, throughout the year. They take delivery if it, if it meets the contract requirements. So mm-hmm. everything is bought on a contract basis. So we know exactly what we're getting from who, and they're, it's all hundred percent organic. And we've got people that they're on the road, 10 months of the year mm-hmm. visiting these places. So okay. it's a unique product that it's organic. And then I take my chefing skills. And what I've done is I've made the spices like they're for an individual ingredient. So I've, my biggest seller is called Montana steak. I okay. live in Montana and a lot of, uh, a lot of beef eaters out there. So it's yeah. custom made just for steaks. Um, then I've got one called Steakhouse Blend, which you can use on steaks and burgers. I've got one called Grilled Chicken, and okay. that's exactly what you need to do with it. You take any kind of chicken, a little olive oil, put the spice on, and grill it. Mm. So I made them, you know... i hungry spice. here. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to send you some spices. <laughs> when we get off the air, uh, we can yeah. it, get your address, and I'll send you a package. Absolutely, yeah. But what I've seen is uh, I've looked at lots of other manufacturers thinking, well, maybe I could get them... Um, more inexpensively or maybe I could do this or that. And nobody has the the quality that I'm able to get through my mm. supplier. Um but it's still you still have to blend these things. And that's right. where the magic is. And because mm. you could give the same, you know, think of a TV show. You give five chefs the exact same uh, you know, five different spices and you tell them to make a blend out of it, mm. you're gonna have five different things. That's and true. most of them probably won't be good. It takes a lot of tinkering to get these things To be awesome and uh, I mean these spices I would say they they do have a cult following people that try them like I just had a guy uh, and I will send you this one Uh, one of my newer ones is called Carolina Barbecue and it's designed specifically for that eastern North Carolina style barbecue yeah and um, I was out of that rub and I wasn't you know I wasn't going to make it for a while and this guy he bought a bunch of my other spices and then he sent me an email you know, at first he was nice about it, and then he finally was like, "I need those spices. You need. <laughs> when is it coming back? I, you know, you can't leave me hanging here." Yeah. So I said, "All right, dude." And I, uh, I said, "I'll, I'll create a special batch for you." And I had okay. them mixed together. You know, he bought six packs of them. Wow. Yeah, they're okay. like fourteen bucks a piece, so it's okay. not. A, yeah, yeah. But it, it's it's an interesting thing, and it, it's uh, it's all very fun, and and for me it it kind of um, you know tickles my fancy so to speak because yeah. I like. I like the food end of it. I like manufacturing
0: and formulation. Well, what I love about that though too is that people that try it, if, if you can get them to try it and they like it, they'll be customers for life. Right? I know.
1: You know what? I feel like a, I got to tell you, I feel like a pretty dumb person right now because I get those offers all the time. Just pay for shipping. Like I don't want to buy a, you know, yeah. I don't need to, to to fix the bags under my eyes for free. Yeah. But I never, I never thought, you know what? I mean, if I just get, one sample of mm. spices in their hand.
0: These things are so good. I mean, they try once they're hooked. You're, you're hooked. So it's just a matter of getting them to try it. And then as a marketer, getting your ads to, or having your, your ads be covered by the funnel that you build. And it doesn't have to be an elaborate funnel. And in your case, it's just, how do we get these in their hands? And for you, it's kind of like a supplement. You get one for free on the next page. It's like get a three pack, get one or get two or let's see, get one free when you buy th- when you buy three or whatever, right? So it's kind of like you're just giving them a really good deal, but then it at least allows you to cover costs and get more of them in their hands, right? So we are covering ad costs, You make a little bit of money on the back end, and then that covers all of the acquiring a customer cost. And then once you get to acquire a customer, imagine having a thousand customers that you can send out and go, we're having a special flash sale for this, that, or the other thing. And then boom, you get an influx of sales. You know what I mean? Like it's so much easier than you having to go, Oh, I got to go find new customers.
1: No, I know recently I, um, I mean, we've got a a list of customers and it's not a huge list, but like I said, these are dedicated folks and we sent out an email to them. And I mean, I'm not kidding you. I sent the email, went and filled up my cup of coffee 15 minutes later, boom, boom, boom. The sales started coming in. And they were, because I, I, I was out of stock for a pretty good period of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, did they order heavy. And I was getting, order, and these are spices. I was getting orders in the $300, $400 for one order. Yeah. People
0: were buying like well, six, seven packs of each one. Well, here's the thing, though. You also have a great play here because there's scarcity involved, right? I only make a certain number of these because we only have enough in the crop right? Well, it's actually so true. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you're not even giving false scarcity. You're giving legitimate scarcity. We've got 500 of these available until the next crop comes in, which might be three months, four months, whatever it is. If you want a chance to get these, get on the wait list. I'd even do a wait list and then you get them back. So you have your main list and then you basically get a wait list. And let's say that the wait list knows that the time you're going to basically allow these to be available. And then everybody rushes to the cart at once and then boom, you sell out and then, you're like, okay, that was cool. Now let's figure out how to get more. But then also you have legitimate scarcity.
1: Yeah. It's funny you say that because in, I think it was in the summer of 2015 on my best selling spice, there's about 19 ingredients in that one spice. Oh, wow. And one of the key ingredients, the thing that nobody can t- they can't identify it, but it just really makes it mm-hmm. the, uh, the contract that didn't go through on that one. So the, oh. the buyer rejected whatever was grown. So my number one blend, they're like, well, you know, if you want to blend it without that, that's fine. I'm like, damn, no, that, that's that. the secret sauce. So yeah. it was like six months, I think, for wow. – and they did have some backup, but it took about six months to get that one ingredient in.
0: Wow, that's crazy. But Yeah, I mean, I, I see a huge potential <clears> – <throat> in, in doing that. Um, even just for launching, you know, and letting people know that, you know, you're out and you're going to be back in. And when I get back in, if you want to be the first to know, jump on this little wait list, and you're not taking them off of your main list. You're just putting them on more of a targeted list. And then you can kind of hit that list a little bit harder than you normally would on your main list. So, um, cool. so how about this, man? Since,
1: since we're, we're in video here, people are watching this yeah, and people that listen to you, they know that you do the quote unquote, Air quotes every so often. Yeah,
0: every now and then I do the air quotes. Can we do a
1: digital handshake? There's my hand. Yeah. Okay, Okay, so we just shook. And and the agreement is I will keep you completely stocked up on the best spices ever if you just...
0: Help me a little bit offline to set up that click funnel thing. It, it's a done deal. I, I'm <laughs> I'm already planning on doing that because um, I see huge potential here, and um, you know how it is. It's the ripple effect, right? If I can help you, um, I can share kind of like what I've done behind the scenes a little bit to help, and uh, and we can we can give people an update. So I'm more uh, than happy to do that with you, man.
1: I don't mean to uh, blow too much smoke, but I got to tell you, like I have a podcast and people. Uh, I've been doing it since 2007. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's nowhere near as big as yours, but the audience, there's, these people are so dedicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been having some issues with my son recently. He's, uh, he's got some health problems. He's de- developed uh, epilepsy. Oh, wow. And it's been a real, um, just a major, wow. uh, I just can't even imagine how how much it's changed our life, but I've been very sporadic in recording. Mm. So the people have, uh, I mean, the the letters and the emails that I get from the audience has been really amazing, and um, this is the thing that you know. You do this, what you're doing, but you have no idea, or maybe you, you do, but on the back, mm-hmm. you're helping people. Um, my spice business wouldn't have happened if I didn't listen to you. Oh so wow! What you're doing, man, it's 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 funny because it's uh, there's a lot of goodwill there. You're helping. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how many dozens, countless, hundreds of people that you've helped, and mm-hmm. it makes a tangible difference because mm-hmm. going through what we've gone through with my son recently. Um, it's taken my focus away from work in a big way. Sure. Oh yeah having having that income coming in from Amazon has been mm. huge because mm. of uh, the amount of medical bills that we're dealing with. So mm. uh, kudos to you, dude, because what you're doing, Oh, yeah, I appreciate it's that got a, it's got a big effect on people's lives No, I
0: appreciate that and I mean I I ultimately do it because I do want to help I mean obviously there's always you're always monetizing somewhere along the way and, and that's fine and I think people are okay with that even yourself um, as long as you're delivering value and that's that's honestly what we're doing here today so and yeah I mean you know good luck with your with your son and everything and you know, thank you on that but I can't even imagine like that's got to shake up your world like crazy oh yeah Man, yeah, yeah, um, makes you appreciate uh, life and every day that we have here, so absolutely cool, man. Um, all right, so let's dig into digital product, okay? Okay, and uh, because the spice thing, uh, we can we could go another hour in there, <laughs> but we won't. Um, so let's um, let's dig into the digital product thing. So, you started to think to yourself again, probably that you want to include something that could possibly bring, bring in revenue without you having to actually pack stuff and, you know, find supplying and all of that stuff. You're like, that's another part of the business that we probably could add something. And you, you can, because you're, you're a chef. So you can, you know, teach people how to do things, um, with cooking and it doesn't have to be scary and you can kind of use all this rice and stuff that they've gotten. Um, so let me ask you, um, how big is the course? Meaning, like, how much content is there? What am I getting when I when I receive that course? But also, what's it sell for?
1: Okay. Um, well, first of all, what I did was, even though I I wrote a cookbook in mm-hmm. two thousand nine, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how many words were in the cookbook that I wrote. Most of it was the recipe creation and the photography, which um, I had a photographer do that. But I had to plate all the dishes and all that. Very difficult to do. Sure. Um, <clears throat> But the writing, I didn't want to do myself, so I partnered with a writer who's a a homesteader uh, up in Montana. He was my neighbor, a great guy, and a fantastic writer. So all the written material that you get in the course um, was co-written. So what it does is it teaches people, you know, why the heck, you know, somebody that just doesn't store any food, why would you want to store food? Mm. um what's the what's the purpose what's the benefit so we go through all the possible reasons and we don't use scare tactics like a lot of people do on the mm. internet this is um it, it's written with a humorous spin you know you, you want to have a meal before the zombies come whatever it might be <laughs> nice. but we go through the reasons to store food and then we get into um in, individual ingredients you know different varieties of rice which ones you want to use when different varieties of wheat, uh, all about oats and corn and the benefits and how to store them. So we give uh, the the student a lot of information on the ingredients and then we break it into sections and I teach them how to use it. So you go to the rice section and there's uh, a lot of videos showing different rice recipes. And the idea here is all these foods that make up the bulk of this, they don't have a lot of flavor. I mean, rice by itself, oats Mm, by itself, cornmeal, Mm. you know, whatever it might be beans, Mm. they're very bland carbohydrate foods, right? So if you again, take some skills that I've developed through the years, you can make rice and beans. Uh, I mean, just the other day, I went to a pool party, and I brought rice and beans was one of the things that I brought to this pool party. And uh, I gave it to somebody and, and these people were like, freaked out they're like oh my god what is it what is it how how, i've never had rice and beans i mean this is i could eat this every day and it's just little things i mean it's not you know i'm the greatest chef in the world it's just little things that make the difference so that's what i've done throughout the course with these bland foods So i've made them very appetizing and um you know for instance we've got in different ethnic things we've got thai codfish salad in there we've got elk, Bolognese, which is a sort of an Italian spin. Mm-hmm. And there's over 55 recipes in the course already. Okay. So, and these are videos and the, the person can watch the information, you know, very close to see exactly what the steps are. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, it's a very video heavy course mm-hmm. and there's a lot of written information as well. I charge, um, $169 for the course, Okay, but, um, like always with me, I mean, I, I'd love to say that it's, it's a passive, I mean, it is a passive income source because people can, while I'm sleeping, they can buy the course, sure. but I'm not smart enough to let well enough alone. So I continue to add to it. And uh, for me, someone's paid me, but I want them and we have an update section. So mm-hmm. when they come back to the course and people log in all the time, mm-hmm. but when they come back, they can click on updates and see, okay, I've added this app. new recipe, this new written section. Mm -hmm. And we just keep adding um, content to the course. So I I think probably the rest of this year, I'll probably add another 20 or so um, video lessons to it and many more written sections. So it just keeps kind of getting better.
0: Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Um, Where did you come up with $169? Just out of of the blue or like? Just totally out of the blue. Okay. No idea. here, here's my here's my thought. Again, we're brainstorming here on the fly. Um, you can you keep adding to the course, so people are already happy with paying 169 dollars, pretty much, right? Um, have you thought about not adding all that new stuff, like capping it, and then for the add-ons, having like a subscription model? No, never, never Think crossed about- my my mind. Yeah, because if people are into that type of cooking and they're really They're excited about what you've taught them in the course for $9.95 a month. They can get, you know, four new recipes, five new recipes a month or something, whatever it is, um, because you're adding them there anyway, right? So why not, you would just have a commitment to yourself that you would have to have, you know, recipes, shopping lists and, um, you know, and maybe over the, over the shoulder kind of like lessons on not all of them, but maybe a, a few. Um, and then this way here for $9.95 a month, you'd have a recurring model. And now you're getting paid all the time for creating these new recipes. When, if you would have just stopped right now and said, I'm going to leave it at 50 recipes, that's what they get. Then, then you'd be all set. I mean, everybody's still happy. You just keep adding. Cause you want to add because you're having fun doing it. You want to give them more value. You think the more value they you're know, the more recipes you're giving them, the more value they're getting. So they're happier, but they're still happy with the fifty.
1: No, that's true. I mean, we've uh, through it, we've had the course. I think uh, we launched it probably like December 27th of 20. Uh, was it 1616? Mm-hmm. And uh, we've had two people ask for a refund and wow. put put hundreds and hundreds of students through it. And those two people said, you know, I bought this, but I've I've never logged in, and and I can check and see. So I looked and mm-hmm. You know, they created their account and never used the course. So wow. we, we I just gave them their money back. But it, yeah. people have been very happy with it. And what I notice is um, on the Teachable platform that I use, you can see when people log in, it shows... And you can see the same people that they log in many times a week. So they're using the course. Sure. But that's a great idea. I never again, I never yeah. thought of that.
0: And the I, other I think, onions, man. Yeah, the other the other thing I would be thinking too is like, okay, 169. I would try to test the price at like 149, getting it under the 150 mark. And then I would then add the 995 subscription thing onto the back end and maybe give them you know, 30 days free of the, of the 995 just to show them what they're going to be receiving. And then you have an email that goes up and say, Hey, just want to let you know your subscription is going to end. If you want to continue it, it's $9.95. Boom, And now you get a few people that are paying 995 every single month that starts to add to your recurring revenue. Yeah, um, And now you're like, oh, wait a minute, I got to create five episodes or, you know, five new recipes this month for my members. And then you do that. And now you can talk about those new recipes, um, in some of your content that also talks about, you know, the, uh, you know, the actual course itself. Um, so that would be one thing that I would be thinking, I'm always trying to think like, how can you do like work once and get something set up? So it, it sells, but then it also leads to where they want more and wanting more could be, like you said, the spices, try it. You tasted it; tastes really good. I want more next month, and so you give them more. So it's the same idea. The other thing is, do you use your spices in any of these trainings? Uh, you don't. You don't. Come on, Keith. You know what? I just Keith. when you were, I knew you were getting
1: there. <laughs> ask me if I use the spices in the course. Man,
0: this is a ten thousand dollar call, by the way. This is going to cost ten grand of my time here. Wait, what?
1: I may have done it once. I okay. may have done it once, but. There's no, like, I haven't marketed them. This is where you get it. No, I've left them hanging. I mean, just even in the
0: recipes, I'd be like, you know, Hey guys, you know, today we're going to cook this, that, and the other thing we're going to be using my special blend of the Carolina barbecue. If you don't want to buy this, you don't have to, to get something similar. You'd need to add these three ingredients, whatever. But my thing is this, if you want to check it out go to the website, you're just adding a slight little pitch in there. Nothing major. And people are usually okay. And a lot of people are gonna be like, yeah, I want that stuff. Cause that's exactly how it's going to taste now. So now we've got a subscription model of the digital that's leading people to the subscription model of the spices. So now we get two things.
1: Yeah, right? no, that, that's so smart. And this is why, you know, I've talked to other you know, food entrepreneurs and just other people yeah. that have asked me business questions and they said, well, I was going to go to this mastermind group, but I don't want to pay $500 and, and i and I tell them, listen, That's the best money. You go there and you get one nugget and that $500, you'll get that back in a second. You have to go. And this is Mm -hmm. why, I mean, just what some of the ideas that you, I just can't even believe I haven't (laughs) thought of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because a lot of times when people are in their business, they're not outside looking kind of down. Absolutely. Seeing all the different things. And as you're talking to me, I'm thinking immediately, like, what would I do differently? Um, How could we spin this differently? How could we do less work necessarily, but actually give more value? Um, and also get paid for it because you know, you're creating these new recipes and yes, you're, you're getting new people in, but everybody that's already in, you're not getting anything more for those people only if they buy spices. So if you were, if you were recommending your spices in the content that's in the class, then I wouldn't have as much of an issue, but you haven't. So we got to change that. And then we we have to get a subscription model, uh, built and working for the spices. I agree.
1: I, I'm, gonna, I'm searching for a tap on the back from you, so I just want to tell you, just yesterday I completed a, an arrangement with um, a company called Valley Food Storage. They're based out of okay. uh, Utah, and what they're doing now is they're advertising um, my course with a bundle of foods that I oh, nice. um, hand chose. So I think it's like, I want to say it's $319. You get a big box of lots of different foods mm. that are long-term storable foods, and then you get a, a, an enrollment in my course Oh, nice. uh, included in the price, so well, that's great. I'm, I am trying, man.
0: I am. No, no you're doing great. No, I mean, and again, don't. This is no knock on you at all. No, 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 no. You're, I, you're I'm, doing. I'm, you're doing fantastic. And I mean, going from our conversation <laughs> back in 2015 about like how to get out of retail and start getting more into this. Like, look at where you've already grown. Like you've got, yeah, if I, if
1: I could physically kick myself in the butt right now for not setting up the,
0: <laughs> you
1: know, try the spices for free and the funnels, yeah. I'd be doing it. So
0: yeah. Yeah. No. And it's, again, it's one of those things that you're like, okay, that makes sense. Let's go ahead and implement that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think you're totally a perfect example of someone that's high that's got like a hybrid model, right? You have a, a food product or just a product in general that also could turn into recurring, but let's 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 pretend it even, it's not even recurring. We have something that you're selling to a customer, and then on the back end of that, you also have training that teaches them digitally how they can implement the cooking skills that you have through the years to make cooking fun and easy. Um, so I love it as using you as an example, and I'm sure we're gonna have to have you back on because we're gonna have to do some updates and make sure that a few of these things we've implemented, and we're gonna have to see. What they've done since implementing implementing them,
1: yeah, and I feel uh, I feel really um, confident about because I know how you know addictive the spice products are. That oh, yeah. if we did something where I'm getting uh, samples in their hand, I, I think the the end and the recurring and the subscriptions that would all that would
0: work. So yeah, I agree. Excited. It's it's kind of like a supplement to me. You know what I mean? It's like if people are using a supplement and it's working or they feel better, um, they're going to want more of it. Um, if you have a spice and it tastes really good, you want that taste again, right? It's kind of like yeah. we love our coffee, we love our, you know, a certain beer that you like, whatever, right? You kind of like it. So you want it. So you just have to get people where they, they like it, they enjoy it, and the benefit of it is that it's actually organic and it's good for you,
1: right? So it's No, I know. That that's true. And and one of the, the reasons that I pushed on making these spices and making them available is I was using them because when we were filming the television show, this spice company um, came to us and they wanted to sponsor the the show. So they were sending me some of their spices and I thought, wow, these are very fresh and, and yeah. wonderful. And then I said, can I mix my own together? They said, absolutely. Mm. So once I started getting them in people's hands and they were responding back and just everything I was cooking with them, like we've got one, it's, it's called Greek chicken and it's got mm. one of the ingredients in it is spearmint. Oh, wow. Now you wouldn't think of that, mm. but you put olive oil. Do you like chicken thighs by chance? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like Grilled chicken. boneless chicken thighs. You take those little olive oil and you, and, and you don't put a sprinkle, you put like a teaspoon of this stuff all over it, mm-hmm. marinate it for 30 minutes and grill it. And when you eat
0: it, it's just, it's like magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love it. I'm like, I'm, I'm excited to try this stuff. Cause I, I my wife and I say, you know, we enjoy eating chicken, but it gets boring. Right. Yeah it's like, it just kind of gets boring. And I know it like, I mean, I can have like eight ounces of chicken and it's like 200 calories versus if I have eight ounces of red meat, it's, it's going to be more. And technically it's not as good for you because of, you know, the red meat, whatever, uh, whatever your philosophy is, but chicken, I love chicken. It's just, it gets boring.
1: Yeah. Right? It's a great palate. It's a great canvas to, you know, yeah. The thing. so, yeah, I'll send you down some way too. That one is good. I just mentioned, but the grilled chicken is, probably that's probably the second biggest seller that one is um, that's an exciting rub for sure.
0: Good. All right, cool. So let's wrap this up. We went, uh, we went down a little bit longer um, than I expected, but that's just, that's to be expected because whenever we get on these, it turns into a little bit of a coaching call, a little bit of an update. And I love that because um, there's a lot of things that I think we identified, but there's a lot of great things that you're doing. And I want people to, to kind of hear the, the growth, right? It's like, it's not about, you know, starting. And then all of a sudden you're exactly where you want to be. There's a lot of things that we're going to be improving. We're going to be growing. And that's what we're doing right now. in a new brand that we started, um, 12 months ago. Um, and I just want people to understand that it's the journey, but you're building a brand as well, right? It's, it's a brand that you're building. You're building your email list. You're building the communication channels, educating. Um, now you've got course, you know, a course out there training, um, so it's just, it's come all full circle for you. And I'm just really excited to share that with people. So is there any last little bits of advice or tips that you would share with anyone right now watching or listening?
1: Well, the first thing I would do is uh, tell people to, to reach out and and find people. Because there's a lot, here's a distinction. There's a lot of people that give business advice that aren't in business. You find them all the time. You know, you just need to buy my thing and mm-hmm. like, well, aside from the thing, what do you actually do in business? They don't do anything. But you, for example, are a dude that's actually doing it. Yeah. So, you know, find people that are doing the things that you want to do and get some training um, and listen to these podcasts. There's a lot of free information out there. So never stop learning, I guess, is the big advice. Yeah. Because uh, And then also, like you said, it's a journey, man. If you think you're going to get into this physical products or even digital learning and you're just going to take one month, boom, and be done, it generally doesn't work like that. It's, you know, it's still work um, yeah. to make passive income is still work, but you, um, you know, you have to work at it and stay focused. So that's uh, just hustle.
0: That's all. Yeah, definitely. Get out there, make it happen. And, uh, and take action. I mean, that's take
1: action, of course. Yeah, that's the thing. Don't listen and sit on your hands. You got to take action. Like,
0: you'll be hearing from me this week, Scott, I'm going to take action. All right, man. I appreciate it. All right, cool. So let's wrap this up. Um, You've got some cooking to do or something. I think you got to go put some rubs on some meat or something. I do. No doubt. (laughs) All right, Keith, I want to thank you once again for coming on. I appreciate it. And um, keep me posted. I know we'll be in touch, but uh, definitely keep me posted. And um, I'm excited to see where your journey leads you next.
1: Hey, man, thanks so much for having me on. And uh, thanks to everybody listening.
0: All right, so there you have it. I wasn't kidding, right? Lots of great stuff there, and when I got off, I was excited for Keith, and since then, uh, you know, he is actually talking with us a little bit more, and we are going to be guiding him, in a sense, with uh, him building a funnel and being able to uh, possibly do a free plus shipping offer, which he wasn't doing before, Um, so stay tuned on that. We're going to be definitely following up with Keith. I know Keith is a go-getter. He is someone that will take action, as he's proven since episode. 50 to episode 533, a lot has happened in between there, and uh, you might want to you might want to go back and listen to this one again, or at least go grab the transcripts or the show notes because there was a lot of value packed in that conversation that I had with Keith. So again, I'm going to remind you the show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 533, and uh, definitely make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast because uh, well. When we do updates like this, you'll be first to know. And that also reminds me, uh, YouTube. Uh, we've been spending a lot of time on YouTube, myself personally, on Wednesdays where I'm doing a lot of brand building tips. It's my white, whiteboard Wednesday is what I'm calling it. And it's really brand building tips. Stuff like this right here that we talked about, I go over that stuff in detail. If you want to be notified when I do those videos, all you have to do is subscribe to the Amazing Seller uh, YouTube channel. And all you have to do is head over to theAmazingSeller.com forward slash YouTube or theAmazingsellerTV.com. TheAmazingSellerTV.com. Go there, subscribe, and uh, you'll be able to see all of the uh, all of the the drawings and all of the brainstorming that we're doing there and we're uh, we're taking these brand building tips and we're chunking them down and we're putting them into lessons over there on the channel so definitely go subscribe and leave me a comment let me know if you want me to create anything there that uh that you're not maybe understanding or something that you want to see visually let me know i will do my best to include that in an up. Coming video training. All right, so that's it guys. That's going to wrap it up. Remember as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on. Say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.